I'm David Enders, in for Malika Bilal, and this is The Take. We are coming to you on Saturday and Sunday as Israel's war in Gaza continues. The Gaza government media office says that more than 700 people have been killed in the last 24 hours as the Israeli military continues its bombardment. The war is now in its 58th day as Hamas officials say that negotiations to revive last week's ceasefire have completely broken down. Israeli raids continued in the occupied West Bank as the U.S. vice president appeared to warn Israel against forcible displacement of Palestinians in Gaza and any attempt to reoccupy the area. It's Sunday, December 3rd. As we record this, it's 12 noon GMT. That's 2 p.m. in Gaza and 7 a.m. in Washington, D.C. The Israeli bombardment of Gaza continued on Sunday as Palestinians there sought safety. Among those on the move overnight was Akram al-Satari, a freelance journalist from the city of Khan Yunis, whose family received an evacuation order from the Israeli military on Saturday. We collected whatever we can collect, including mattresses, blankets, water, my medication and my son's medication because he has a chronic issue. And we are moving now in the very dark time uh, with the bombardments taking place uh, in the different areas of Khan Yunis. Uh, the information that we are receiving is that Khan Yunis is a primary target of the uh, Israeli army operations as, uh, as we hear. Akram said that even as people sought shelter, they were unsure whether anywhere would be safe. International aid organizations continued to warn that Gaza's hospitals can't cope with the wounded. This is UNICEF spokesman James Elder, who spoke to Al Jazeera from Al Nasser Hospital in Han Yunis. It's panic uh, because everywhere you turn, there are children with third degree burns, with shrapnel, with brain injuries, with broken bones. There are mothers crying over children who look like they are hours away from death. There is no way you can say that the aid getting in is a meaningful amount. It's simply not possible under this level of bombardment. UNICEF and other organizations have said that a lack of aid will lead to outbreaks of disease. We risk seeing just as many children, and I shudder to say that, die from a lack of water, a lack of protection, a lack of sanitation on the ground. That is the reality. Just in this hospital now, as I walked around and had people grabbing onto me saying, please stop the war, I had children holding my hand with empty bottles of water in a hospital seeking water. Israeli troops killed at least one person and arrested at least 60 as they continued a campaign of raids in the occupied West Bank overnight. Al Jazeera correspondent Hoda Abdel Hamid spoke to a family in the city of Hebron that was targeted. We're here at the house of the Karame family, uh, where, where one of the raids happened at around 2.30 in the morning. Inside, you had seven people sleeping, the mother and uh, six children, of which one is a one-year-old uh, child. Now, the person that was detained is Barah Karame. She's 18 years old, and she's a university student. And I'm here with her mother, Hana. 
they dragged my 14-year-old boy. They pulled him outside the house, and they started uh, roughing him up, interrogating him. At that point, they took my 18-year-old uh, daughter, Bara. They surrounded her, and they started to take photographs of her. Hannah said that her husband is already in Israeli custody, and now her daughter is as well. Israeli troops have arrested more than 3,000 Palestinians in the West Bank since the fighting began in Gaza. I want to try to ex- ask what's going on. They screamed and asked us to shut up. They hushed us. They took my daughter together with me inside uh, the back room. They searched her in a very violent fashion. And after that, they took her away. The head of Hamas's political bureau, Salah al-Arori, told Al Jazeera on Sunday that there would be no further negotiations with Israel as long as Gaza remains under bombardment. The official and final stance of the movement of Hamas is that there will be no exchange of captives until the end of the aggression and a comprehensive and permanent ceasefire. Last week's temporary ceasefire saw more than 100 Israelis and foreign nationals held captive by Hamas, exchanged for 240 Palestinian prisoners, before negotiations to extend it broke down. Those released by Hamas were mostly women and children. The remaining prisoners in Gaza are soldiers and civilian men who have served in the Israeli army. Therefore, there are currently no negotiations on the issue of captives until the aggression stops. Finally, U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris spoke with Arab leaders on Saturday while attending a climate summit in Dubai and laid out what she said was her government's expectations for Gaza when the fighting ends. Five principles guide our approach for post-conflict Gaza. No forcible displacement, no reoccupation, no siege or blockade, no reduction in territory, and no use of Gaza as a platform for terrorism. We want to see a unified Gaza and West Bank under the Palestinian Authority. And that's The Take for Sunday, December 3rd. Please join us again tomorrow. This episode was produced by Zaina Badr and mixed and hosted by me, David Enders, in for Malika Bilal, with Miranda Lynn, Amy Walters, Sariel Khalili, Nagin Oliayi, Chloe K. Lee, Sonia Bagat, Faranisa Campana, Ashish Moholtra, and Khaled Sultan. Our sound designer is Alex Roldan. Alexandra Locke is The Take's executive producer, and Ney Alvarez is Al Jazeera's head of audio.